Welcome to When I Was On My Mission, the podcast where missionaries tell true, unbelievable stories that they experienced firsthand. I'm your host, Brian Jensen. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app. It really helps us out. All right. Welcome, everyone, to When I Was On My Mission. I am here with Jacinda Thomas. Really excited to hear a story from her um, and her mission. Jacinda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, once I get started on mission stories, I can't stop. So you'll well, have good. to stop me. I hope uh, I hope we we get you down that path and we, we dig up some gold with you. And maybe just to, to get things rolling a little bit, I'd love just to hear about your mission call. And what that was like to open up your call and how that how that felt. Totally. So um, I graduated when I was 17. And then I went to ASU. And I felt like I was an adult, basically. So I went to my bishop and I was like, I'm ready to go on a mission when I turned 18. And he was like, you can't do that. <laughs> it's not the rule. I was like, okay. So and then I turned out it was the rule. I couldn't, I couldn't talk my way out of that one. So I waited a year. And when I was 19... I finally got my call and I actually didn't really tell anyone about it. I didn't have like an opening or anything. I like hid it under my shirt when I walked into my house and I walked into my room and I opened it with my little sister. She's 19 now. So (laughs) she was like 17 or I guess she was so little. She was 14 at the time. And I opened the call and we were just the only ones there. And it was really exciting. Just you and your sister were the only ones there for it. Yeah, just me and her. I was in her room. And I just opened it in front of her. And then I went outside and told my parents and they were freaking out. So were you excited? I was so excited. I kind of lied on my application. I said I spoke Spanish when I didn't because I really wanted to go on a Spanish speaking mission. And they even called like the MTC called me and all my roommates were Latina at the time. So I had one of them on the other, like sitting next to me while I had the phone on speakerphone and they're asking me, like they're asking me questions in Spanish and like she was like telling me some of the answers, but they weren't, they weren't members. So like the last question was like, can you tell us your testimony in Spanish? And I was like, uh, and they were like, um, I don't know what that means. So I was like, no. And he was like, oh, it's okay. They don't teach that in school. So I was like, yeah, that's why. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. And where where did you serve your mission? I was in New Jersey speaking Spanish. Speaking Spanish. And mm-hmm. is there more than one mission in New Jersey or is it There's just one. Okay. Um we combined with the New York the New Yorkers while I was there too. So we got some New York missionaries and so it's a little bit of the like Poughkeepsie area, like New York and New Jersey. Very good. And maybe just one more question. Um what is one aspect of your mission that you miss? The food. The food was amazing. Oh, my goodness. So there are people in New Jersey from all over the world. I think it's one of the most diverse places in the world. Um, We had a lot of different missionaries, different language-speaking missionaries, and the food was so good. So I was was lucky enough to be Spanish-speaking, so I tried things I'd never had before, like papusas from El Salvador. Um, What else? We had baleadas from Honduras and arepas from Colombia, just everything all there. And I even talked to some missionaries who went to those places and they were like, we weren't allowed to eat the street food, you know? <laughs> and I was, cause I was in New Jersey, so it was totally fine. It was awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. When I, I served my mission in North Carolina and it was always a fight 
to figure out who would get to go on exchanges with the Spanish-speaking missionaries because oh, yeah. you'd always get to have a meal with them and you, you would get, you know, some of that Central American, South American food. And yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, Jacinda, I would love for you to share your story with us. W- would you mind sharing? Totally. Okay, so I'll share a Christmas story. So I had been in this area. I had a new missionary with me. I was training. And so like one of the first weeks she was there, my um, branch president came up to me. He's like, okay, I'm going to Mexico for like three months. I'm going to leave the branch with you. And we were like, what? <laughs> and so, so just turning responsibility pretty much. over the branch over but to But mission you. president, I always joke, I was like the, the branch president for a few months. <laughs> so Because the, the counselors were amazing men, but they were also like brand new converts. Sure. Yeah. Which happens a lot in this the Spanish ward, Spanish branches. So they're still kind of learning the ropes. And it's a lot of work. So, I mean, I'm a full-time missionary. <laughs> I had a lot of time. So I loved that area the most just because I think I got to know the members so well, that experience. And so I was in charge of the Christmas program, <laughs> had no experience with that, but it was perfect because I got to have all our investigators be in the program. So oh, great. <laughs> it was awesome. And so the area I was in, New Jersey is really interesting, like the wealth disparity between people who live there, because there are some people in New Jersey who are really, really wealthy and others who aren't. And so a lot of the people we taught were recent immigrants, um, didn't have that much money. And in that area, they shared the chapel with the English ward. Well, they were building a chapel at the time. So we were trying to fill the chapel. And so the English ward was a little bit nervous because they would talk to us because we were um, Americans. We called them the Americanos. So the Americanos would talk to us because we were also American, the missionaries. And they would tell us, like, we're a little nervous about merging with the the Spanish word. We don't know if they like us. And I'm like, it's just a language barrier, you know. Yeah. They did not like them. But they were a really wealthy, wealthy ward, which was why they are able to build the chapel there, I think. So, And then the people we were teaching weren't. And so it was Christmas Eve, and the ward called me, and they said that they had, like, a ton of presents. They had gotten a list of all the primary kids from the primary president oh, wow. and they had just bought in like so many presents like a truck full of presents for the kids and it was incredible i think it was my favorite night of my mission so me and my companion they just dropped it off to us they didn't want any of the credit which was really cool of them so we went out to all the members houses and people we were teaching and we just dropped off like bagfuls of presents from santa because we're the missionaries so we can talk to santa and all that so very good <laughs> it yes. was Amazing. I forgot that was something that you could do. (laughs) And then the next day, Santa actually showed up to church and sat in sacrament meeting, which I didn't (laughs) know was planned. I think they went behind me, my back on that one for the Christmas program. But yeah, Santa came to church the next day too. And it was just so amazing to see all the kids. They absolutely loved it. Oh, that is so much fun. That is so great. Was that was that a meaningful experience to some of the investigators that were, were coming to church with oh, you? Or? Totally. Yeah. They had I was teaching a family at the time who had a young they had a young daughter and they loved it. Now <laughs> they're they're amazing people. They she's like the Relief Society president now and he's in like the branch presidency. They're doing so good. So That is fantastic. I think it showed them just how I mean, giving these people were well, Christmas miracle in New Jersey. Definitely. Santa shows up and uh, and gets some presents out to <laughs> that merged ward and that new congregation that was joining. That's mm-hmm. that's great. Just reminded of a kind of a fun Christmas experience I had too. At the end of my mission, 
the mission president asked me and my companion to drive out on Christmas morning and take all of the late Christmas presents to the missionaries that hadn't received them in time and just dropping, you know, presents off to missionaries that, you know, that were kind of disappointed was just super fun. And I I can only imagine, you know, just seeing all those kids light Mm -hmm. up who, who are young, you know, not 19 year olds, just young kids (laughs) who, you know, have, have all that magic, how much fun that would be. So that's great. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing that story with us and, and just jumping in here. And one other question for you is, you know, thinking back on your mission, being there, you know, away from Arizona, being out in New Jersey, was it worth it leaving your family behind and, and being out there for that time? A hundred percent. I think I went in with really selfish reasons to begin with. I like, I wanted to just work on myself and like work on my testimony. And it seemed like kind of a break from real life. And once I was there, I realized like, that's not what it's about. It's about helping others. And it's about serving your brothers and sisters as well as you can. And I gained so much from that experience. Um, I still use all the skills that I did. Then I'm actually now in law school, um, studying immigration law so I can help some more people. Oh, great. Um, I know my mission inspired that. So I work at an immigration firm now working on asylum cases, and I get to use my Spanish every day helping people from Venezuela, Nicaragua, Cuba. It's been amazing, and it's changed my life. Well, that is fantastic. And thank you so much for sharing that story with us. It's a, it's a great Christmas time story. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of When I Was On My Mission. If you or someone you know has a great mission story, we would love to hear it. Please email us at contactonmymission at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Facebook at When I Was On My Mission. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend, subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating in your podcast app.